Hello and welcome to a special episode of Yubcast, your Star Wars cartoon podcast. My name is Matt, and I don't have a quote. Uh, and my name's Jamie, and you know sometimes I amaze even myself. So this is a supplemental episode. It's not going to be a full-length episode where we review a cartoon and talk about some book or comic that we recently finished. Uh, we're just going to talk about some exciting news we got this week out of San Diego Comic Con. So, Jamie, on my lunch break i guess at work i was just noticed something something about clone wars and i looked up and i i saw the trailer that everybody has seen that basically announces that the clone wars is coming back after i got done watching it you know i sent it over to you you know with just a fuck yeah and then you saw it and you you were just kind of like oh I, i don't know is this what i think it is holy shit yeah it's something that something that we've talked about in the past you and me personally about the missing episodes and the, or I guess, missing seventh season. And part of the thing that got me back in the comics, honestly, was picking up the Son of Dathomir comic series, which was a continuation of the Clone Wars story arc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I picked that up when it was first released back by Dark Horse, and it was really my love of the Clone Wars that drove me to it, and our love of the Clone Wars that sort of started this podcast for us, even though we haven't mm-hmm. gotten to Clone Wars yet. Oh, yeah. And one of the favorite thing, one of one of my favorite things that you said when you sent this to me is that, or you were almost as excited as hearing that there was going to be an episode seven. Yes. And I'm right there with you. This is the best news we've ever gotten. Yeah, I mean, I've been excited about episode eight and uh, Rogue One and Solo, but this is like when I found out that Disney bought Lucasfilm and they were going to start making a new Star Wars movie. I was feeling pretty productive at work but after getting this news it pretty much just went right down the toilet i had just i had seen part of it and i was like oh my god oh my god there's there's something and then i just about to hit play my financial advisor calls me and i'm like why now <laughs> so i just like hurry hurry him up on the phone he wants to chit chat and i'm like no 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 goodbye uh, so i yeah i am i'm super excited i've i've really really enjoyed the clone wars i i wish i had watched it when hit when it was out maybe like a lot of adults was kind of like eh, kid stuff whatever but you know i ended up watching it and it was really good i think we both made the mistake of sort of turning our back on star wars for a little bit not not totally but not keeping up with things like clone wars um i don't necessarily regret not watching it in real time but i've definitely watched it all the way through several times at this point and like a credit to my wife when i showed her the trailer yesterday she said we should rewatch clone wars <laughs> yeah i i haven't actually shown the the boy uh this trailer yet because we're maybe halfway through we're at the part where uh savage press has been created oh he's a great so, character yeah his action so, figure is like an inch taller than malls yeah so we have you know we have a ways to go though we did jump ahead to the ahsoka leaving the uh, jedi order uh, episodes just so he would understand uh, the en- end of uh, season one of Rebels. Yeah, the wrong Jedi. Mm-hmm. That's tough. It's tough to watch. Yeah. yeah, he got very he got very upset over that because he couldn't understand why everybody was lying and mean and didn't believe her. It was very heartbreaking to see that kid for the first time experiencing that kind of deceit. It's just, it's just a made up cartoon, but it was still very heartbreaking. It was it was hard to watch. 
But when Ahsoka was pitched um, by Lucas to be in the show, he basically wanted her in the show. So it was supposed to be a war show about soldiers, but it was supposed to be for kids. And so you needed a character that kids could identify with. And so he wanted a kid in it, right? And so they gave Anakin a Padawan to fill that role. So it's not really surprising to me that your son is so attached to what happens to her and upset by her being betrayed like that. It's It's actually a testament to the show. But anyways, I want to digress too much. What's really cool is the they've got a hashtag, hashtag Clone Wars saved. And the picture is of a clone trooper helmet painted like Ahsoka's face. Yep. So, so I'm glad you noticed that because I didn't notice it until someone pointed that out to me. And I was like fascinated by it after that. And apparently that's going to be something in the show. Cool. Very, very little... Very few details have leaked out at this point. I'm going to try to get this up in the next couple of days, but it's Friday, right? This came out yesterday, I think. It came out Thursday. Mm-hmm. The, the panel was Thursday. Um, so we have almost no information at this point, so hopefully it'll be out Saturday. This episode will be up on Sunday, Saturday or Sunday. We're going to talk about what we know and what what was in the trailer. So I'm just going to give a quick background on the trailer. Not much information. Um, it was released on Thursday, and it is only 2 minutes and 40 seconds, and there's only about 40 seconds of actual footage. There's about a there's about a minute of actual footage because the trailer starts with a big long introduction. So do you want to go into the trailer? Yeah, the, it, it just starts off with uh, you know you hear Rex's voice and you hear other clone troopers and it just starts off focusing on his helmet and then it slowly pans out and you see all the different styles of helmets either for the different styles of troopers or just painted just slowly going out in a, a big long uh, column and then uh, eventually there's a big explosion and then it gets to the the new um, the new animation yeah so can we talk about the opening sequence for a second sure it's like zooming out and it starts with like rex's helmet and it just appears like the helmets are just on the ground right they're all just like resting on the ground mm-hmm. and i think you see commander wolf's helmet yeah. and i think you see rex's and cody's helmet and then you see a pilot which is like matchstick is a he's one of the he's one of the pilots that gets a speaking part but it's it's the um the viewing pilot helmet and there's a helmet like a blue helmet with a big visor on it and I, I don't recall which one that is from but as it zooms out the helmets become more regular right and then it's mm-hmm. just eventually the different styles of like faceless clones the whole thing is illuminated by this sort of like mortar tracers i guess like what, what would you call those there's, there's like these bombs traveling in arcs over yeah. over the scene yeah it just seems like our artillery you know, like right. something like uh, it's on fire. Can tell if it's like supposed to be rockets or it just looks like um, something shoot. You know, on fire. Yeah, pretty much balls of fire being launched. They seem to be getting closer throughout this whole thing, and the audio that's being played are just clips of clones talking. From every clip is in an, an existing episode, mm-hmm. and so there's like, my name is Fives. They call me Fives, right? I'm Echo. I'm your commander. That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. We're the same blood, right? These are all things that are said in the show. And then there's a huge explosion. Right. And then it says, a war left unfinished, dot, 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 until now. I can only imagine that people lost their shit. Have you watched the it... video of the of the actual panel? No. Yeah, I watched the video. It's crazier than you think. Crazier than you can imagine. So the whole, the whole premise of the panel was that it's the 10th anniversary of the Clone Wars, right? And so they had Filoni, and they had some of the actors out there, and some of the showrunners. And then at the very end, they basically said... We couldn't have asked for a more passionate audience. You guys have been wonderful. We can't believe that this show is still as popular as it is even 10 years later. You guys deserve a special treat. 
and then they hit play. And mm-hmm. when it hit a war left unfinished and then until now fades up, the crowd like completely lost it. And then the lights come up and that's a standing ovation. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing about this is now we see new animation. It sort of opens up on a base and there's a troop troop transport landing and there's one of those ATTE walkers with the six legs that we see in Rebels. That's yeah. the house of Gregor and those guys and got uh, an arc uh is it arc 71 yeah something like that the uh Five. precursor to the x-wing sort of and then the part that i think is really cool is that you've got three people walking to, uh together you realize that you know one's rex one's anakin and then it takes a little bit to figure out that the third one's hunter from the bad batch i'm so glad you noticed that because in part of my prep for this i read everything there is about hunter and i'm so thrilled that you noticed that it's hunter um i love that this is that he's a character that we see in the trailer we see very few people in the trailer but yeah rex anakin and hunter are the first three recognizable people we see and it looks beautiful it looks like the clone wars you know how rebels had sort of a different style Mm -hmm. of animation this is clone Wars style animation this is not rebel style animation yeah it's slightly different and maybe it's just because it's still they're still working on it is anakin's a little too blonde sure but um yeah it's it's the exact same style. Yeah, I noticed sort of like when I first saw the trailer, the tweening looked a little different. Like maybe the refresh rate on the camera was a little bit faster. And then I sort of dismissed it as one, it's a trailer. And two, um, I'm comparing it to a 10-year-old cartoon. Right, yeah. Uh, things have come a long way. Right, and it's sort of impressive how beautiful it looks when you look at one of the early episodes. Mm-hmm. And you think like, oh yeah, this is 10 years ago. And yeah. they're basically copying their own style using completely different technology, right? It's like perfect yeah i'm sure they but, still have all these models someplace yeah they probably had to redo a lot of it you yeah. know anakin looks like he's from a shampoo commercial <laughs> but um <laughs> but to get back to the trailer anakin and obi-wan are, are walking into a, a command center want to find out something from rex and then it flashes to Rex talking to a uh, Togruta and a Mandalorian. The Togruta turns around and, of course, it's Ahsoka. Yep. And the Mandalorian? Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. Yep. So these are the other two recognizable characters in the trailer is Ahsoka and Bo-Katan. And Ahsoka has a great piece of dialogue where she says, Master, it's been a while. I love that line. Anakin looks older, too. Right, he look, looks like he has like circles under his eyes, and he looks like his face looks a little bit more sunken. Maybe, or that could be just part of the the, the animation difference. But that'd be cool if that was um, done on purpose. It might have been done on purpose because the this I think so. We're going to transition and talking about what we what we expect and what we hope from from these additional twelve episodes. We haven't even said that yet. That the announcement was for twelve additional episodes of the Clone Wars. But I think we're in agreement. And the internet's in agreement that this teaser, this teaser trailer is teasing the Battle of Mandalore, or the Siege of Mandalore, which is more than a year after the end of the Clone Wars. And so at least a year has passed since we last saw Anakin, and the Siege of Mandalore is right before Revenge of the Sith. Right, it's happening at the same time as the events of Episode 3, am I right? It's Yeah, it's like days, it's days before the Battle of Coruscant. Mm-hmm. Right, so they basically because, leave the siege. They they can't be in both places at once, and so they leave the siege to go back to defend Coruscant. Right. So, um, if they keep which, the story the same, yeah, I'm starting to think about things. I guess which will I guess we discuss what we want to see is that Palpatine and Dooku 
planning this the you know the the battle of Coruscant the the mm-hmm. fake kidnapping right and seeing Palpatine really starting to ramp up his um, his grooming of Anakin right so this is this would be Anakin's final departure from his apprentice until they meet again on um, Malachor. Malachor yeah Malachor I always get that one wrong damn it Malachor uh, and so they don't see each other in between for almost 19 years uh, so this is where they part ways and then yeah this is where the Battle of Coruscant starts and Emperor Palpatine captures Anakin permanently mm-hmm. so it'll be interesting to see his character there um, so I thought that it would be fun to talk about just briefly all of the unproduced episodes of Clone Wars that were in production and what their status is and which arcs we thought would be the best use of these 12 episodes Okay. recognizing that the Siege of Mandalore is almost 100% guaranteed to be some of these episodes yeah Okay, so the Siege of Mandalore was originally planned to be four episodes um, in Season 7. And so let's just assume that that's, that's going to happen. So we have eight episodes to play with. But there were a bunch of stories that were produced in other forms. So like I already mentioned, um, Son of Dathomir is a comic book that was supposed to be a four-episode arc of Clone Wars about Darth Maul and how he escapes from Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert for a comic that came out like six years ago. <laughs> read the comic um it was it, it was ridiculously expensive because of a canon it was the first piece of new canon after the disney reboot and it was the last comic ever produced by dark horse in the star wars line um, before marvel took it back over and so because of those things the dark horse version of this comic is ridiculously expensive but marvel released it um about a year ago as a trade paperback and you can get it for like 10 bucks online the dark mm-hmm. horse version is like 300 bucks but if you're not a comic book collector it doesn't matter right um, then the dark, then the book Dark Disciple is about Asajj Ventress and Quinlan Vos, um, and that was supposed to be a total of eight episodes. That that book contains eight episodes, two separate arcs, basically the seduction of Quinlan Vos to the dark side and the redemption of Aso- of Asajj Ventress. Spoiler alert for a book that came out five years ago. Just read the book. <laughs> It's one of the best books in the new canon, and it really ties up those two stories beautifully. Mm-hmm. And I think you agree that that's a quality book. Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't think we've actually reviewed it on the show, but we will definitely talk about it. I think I was saving that for when we got to Clone Wars. but Yeah, it's, it's a great book, and it really kind of illust- you know, it really kind of illustrates how far the Jedi have fallen. Yeah, yeah, I, I love Mace Windu in that book. is amazing, Cause, and Yoda, too, like how compromised they've become. Mm-hmm. Okay, so moving on real quick. There are four. There are eight more episodes that were actually partially animated, and you can watch them on YouTube. And they're part of the two arcs: Crystal Crisis on Utapau, which is four episodes, and Bad Batch, which we just mentioned because Hunter from Bad Batch is in the trailer, and so we know now that it was highly speculated or highly implied that these eight episodes were part of the quote-unquote canon, but they don't appear on any official canon timelines. Um, but now we know that Hunter is canon, so that means Bad Batch is canon. Well, mm-hmm. we can, we can imply heavily, implies heavily that Bad Batch is canon. Um, and I'm, I'm going to say right now, I really, I personally hope that the other eight episodes aren't these two arcs. Right. Because we sort of already have them. I mean, the, the animation is rough, but they're already voice acted. So the voice actors already recorded their parts. And you can watch completed episodes. So they're already like edited together, but there's no details. Like it's still like polygons, like the, the settings haven't been smoothed and the textures haven't been added. Their lips aren't moving when they're talking 
and their their arms and legs have like unnaturally slow movements because they're just not completely animated. There's no tweening, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, have you watched these? Yeah, I, I've I've seen the Bad Batch. Okay, well they're both pretty good. Um, Christ, Crystal Crisis on Utapau, they're trying to Obi Wan and Anakin are trying to steal back a gigantic kyber crystal. It, it leads into some rebels plots where they're trying to find those giant kyber crystals. Yeah, I'm hoping that they don't spend too much time on any one single plot except for like maybe the very end just kind of having the war you know kind of ramping at least not winding down but just you know everything ramping up to Uh what happens um in revenge of the sith and in fact i didn't realize it until i just looked obi-wan and anakin are dressed like they are in revenge of the sith they don't have any armor on nice yes that i did not notice that either i mean that's that's great so they they are leaving directly from there to go to Coruscant. All right, so I just summarized, let's see, 16, 20 episodes of The Clone Wars that were never produced as cartoons, but were planned to, okay? But and, but they're already out there in, in a form that you can get to. Mm-hmm. We're getting The Siege of Mandalore, so let's assume that's four more episodes. But there were a couple others, and so I'm going to, I don't know how much you've read about the unproduced episodes, I'm just going to give you the pitch, and you can tell me if you think it would be fun to see that. Okay. The Bounty Hunter arc is a commonly referred to set of episodes. And it is Aura Singh, Cad Bang, and Boba Fett. Uh, they're misadventures together. Basically, Cad Bane trains Boba Fett on how to be a better body hunter. Meh. Yep, pass. It would, yeah, it, there's only 12 episodes. That that deserves kind of... A comic. Yeah, a comic or just, you know, more time than just one or possibly two. Okay, uh, moving on. The Kashyyyk arc. So there was going to be an arc that takes place on Kashyyyk or Kazook, however you want to say it. It would have involved Wookiees fighting Travadotians, riding these gigantic orangutan-looking things in the woods, and establishing Yoda's relationship with the Wookiees. Um, maybe. Tarful and Chewbacca are characters in this arc. Yeah, maybe, I guess. So I, I, I like this one way better than the Clone War, or way better than the bounty hunter one because i we don't we've never seen kashik um outside of like the holiday special and like the battle in revenge of the sith but that's like one beach on kashik we don't see like how the planet works and i'm a big mm-hmm. settings guy and like mechanics of the universe guy and so I, any place anytime you want to take me someplace that i want to go i'm going to go with you mm-hmm. okay so we're on a maybe on kashik we're happy we're okay with the bounty hunter being a comic book third pitch Uh, Top Gun. So there was talks to write a four-part arc where the clones are in some some sort of like Top Gun style school competing for um, prestigious like fighter pilot status. No. I thought you'd go for this one. (laughs) No, it's if if there was um, actual full seasons, then yeah, it does sound interesting. But I want things that are directly related to the story you know not just one-offs about you know maverick and goose yeah i i hear what you're saying i mean i i read this premise probably two or three years ago and i thought that that would be a cool thing but you're right I, if there were 20 episodes i would love two episodes about top gun mm-hmm. but there's 12 episodes i i'm on your side on this one i'm just i was just surprised how quickly you passed on it use on vong so I don't know if we've talked about this before, but there was a bunch of concept art made for Clone Wars where the Yuuzhan Vong basically had a a raid, like a small detachment of warriors had a raid into the Star Wars galaxy and they had to like, clones and um, droids had to fight together to beat them back. Huh. They, I knew that they 
had um, the you know the Vong was you know a concept. I saw the concept art. I didn't know what the idea of the those episodes would be. So it, it wasn't a full blown invasion. Um, I could I could definitely I could go for that just yeah. to kind of give it get a picture that there's something you know there's some worse things out there. And uh, Star Trek has done that with um, like with the Borg. Yeah, and then with the other extra galactic alien that sort of looked like the Greys, right? That came from the Liquid Galaxy that was destroying the Borg. Mm-hmm. Um, so I should I should clarify that that plot summary I got from a fan site, not from any <laughs> any particular. It seemed legit because they had a supporting document, but uh, it could be completely wrong. Mm-hmm. But that's what. That would be one way to do it, right? To have the Vong come in, have be a raiding like a raiding party, and have them be such a existential threat that the two sides had to fight together. Yeah, I'd just say like a like more like a scouting party or something. Right. That would make more sense that they're just probing, and but they get they get wiped out or they they get away and then and they're left kind of wondering like uh. Yeah, once again, it's the Borg, it's the introduction of the Borg in Star Trek, right? Because at the end of the first episode, um, they realize that the Borg now know of their existence and that they're only three years away or two years away or something. And so now they know about this threat out there and they can prepare prepare themselves if they have to. Mm-hmm. All right, so those are, those are the weird ones. Um, and I honestly think that we're much more likely to get the the next two um the first one or the last couple are ahsoka's walkabout yes and so you you probably have heard of this or immediately understand what this is this is ahsoka's journey post getting kicked out of the jedi mm-hmm. and her sort of journey through the force dave filoni has talked about this story multiple times um i think it's because he loves ahsoka and he just wants to flesh out her story like the clone wars is the story of ahsoka Mm-hmm. And then the other one uh, is called uh, Return of the Jedi, or Return to the Jedi. Um, it's another Ahsoka story. It's the Jedi Temple story, where the Sith shrine underneath the Jedi Temple is discovered, and she goes there to investigate. And this is supposed to be post her walkabout, when she's trying to figure out where her place is in the Force. She has like this sense, or is told by Yoda to go to this place in a vision, and she finds the ruins of an ancient Sith temple buried beneath the foundation of the Jedi Temple. Yes, I could definitely go for that. And there is a piece of concept art from this where she has to fight Sidious, either spiritually or physically. But I want hmm. I want this more than anything because I think this plot is teased in um, the the book. What's the book where Vader and Palpatine crash on Ryloth? Oh. um... Lords of the Sith. Lords of the Sith. Thank you. Wow. It is late. My mind is not working. Yeah, I, I think this plot line is teased in Lords of the Sith, where they're talking about getting back to Coruscant and doing the work that they have to do. And they seem to be implying that they're going to like some Sith shrine on Coruscant someplace. Um, so I think, I think if it were my preference, we would get Ahsoka's walkabout, uh, return to the Jedi with this... Jedi Temple arc and the Siege of Mandalore to to put a period on the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely take a Yuzan Vong episode. I would take the Kashyyyk episode, uh, Top Gun, and the Bounty Hunter. I think I could take or leave. What do you think? 
Yeah, overall, I'm fine with that. There's a lot of things, you know, I would like to see. There's the the new Thrawn book coming out, mm-hmm. and uh, Anakin is in that, so maybe, like, hint, hinting at oh. that. Yeah, Thrawn could be in these. That's a good point. Uh, Krennic, possibly. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna blow your mind. The thing that you want to know mo- most about that you haven't mentioned yet, Barris. Oh, Barris Hoffy. Yes. Yeah. What happens to her? Maybe the Inquisitors. Yeah, you could show this beginning or the sort of the foundation of the Inquisitor program because oh yeah, because that's gonna start really close to the Siege of Mandalore, like within months. Yeah, I mean they've. I don't think that they've already started. Maybe. Yeah, I, I like those a lot. And they can tie in various. Things you know, the Son of Dathomir, Dark Disciple, the New Thrawn book, uh, Catalyst. This is brilliant because you have this huge body of work that, even though you've taken like Hondo and Ahsoka and a couple other like minor characters and put them in Rebels, you don't have an obvious like through line of like continuity mm-hmm. that like really ties it together by adding 12 more episodes they can put thrawn back in time right mm-hmm. and they can make it seem like oh if you because in like five years no one's gonna be watching these in the order that they're released right no one's gonna watch 120 episodes of clone wars 80 episodes of rebels and then turn around and watch 12 more episodes of clone wars that's not how people are going to consume this they're going to watch clone wars and they're going to watch rebels mm-hmm. right it's gonna it this is a great opportunity for them to make this more seamless right rather than what they were trying what they were doing which was transplanting characters it was funny dave filoni once said people accused him of rebels being um clone wars retirement home (laughs) because he had like old man rex in there and old man hondo and but no i think i think it's brilliant and it's gonna it's gonna be it's exactly what we need right now like i was telling you earlier i'm so happy that all the last jedi haters have shut the fuck up for a day yeah and everyone's talking about how much they love the Clone Wars again. Oh, also, um, Tepa Balaba and Caleb Doom. Yep. Oh, there's so much potential. Yep, that's that's um, that's another amazing thing, because she never appeared in an episode of Clone Wars, but she was in the background of the live-action movies. I think she was in the background of episode two, without a speaking part. And she was, um, yeah, and then she was part of the comic, um, Kanan uh, the last Padawan. They don't have to tell their stories because the stories are already been told, but just seeing them. Um, baby Hera, you uh, know. I'd be mildly annoyed with that unless it's like about Cham. Yeah. You know, it could, you know, very well be. I, you know, I don't want to see, you know, like it to be like Muppet Babies, you know, like let's, or let's jam as much of uh, reference and, you know, fan service in. Unless, unless there's a reason they can have her sitting in the corner of like Cham, like being rocked by Cham's wife or whatever, you know, or Cham holding her. I don't need that fan service because I think Hera is a great character. I, I don't need fan service. I know as much about Hera as I need to know. Mm-hmm. And if there's more to know, write a book about her. Yeah. Give me a comic book about Hera. I would love it. I mean, she's in Afra now, or she was in an, an issue of Afra. So. Yeah, like I, uh, I, I always kind of assumed that there, that there was a there are episodes on Ryloth where there was a little girl. She was blue skin though. How was she? Oh, I don't know. It's been a while since I've watched that, but... Well, so in in some episodes on Ryloth with Cham, he does say he has a daughter. And in the book, Lords of the Sith, that we just talked about, Cham says he has a daughter, and he says her name is Hera. Um, And Mm. so so there is continuity in existing canon sources for that. And she is alive during this time, or... Well, yeah, she's definitely alive during this time, because she would be two or three at the end of the Clone Wars. Um, So it's possible, right? What about any... Um, references to any like Knights of the Old Republic stuff, say like in the Ahsoka's walkabout. Yes. 
So like, you know, they've already done Bane, but maybe like Revan or uh, something like that. Um, I, I'm on board, you know, I mean, I think, you know, my bars make it interesting, right? Um, I don't need like a Merit Jade fan service reference ever. But if you want to, if they want to start canonizing <laughs> KOTOR, let's do it. I mean, let's do it and make it good and make it can't make it part of the continuity and do a good job, you know, tell a good story, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, like, I think I shared that clip with you of the, of Revan being in the concept of a Clone Wars episode where yes. Revan is interacting with the son from Mortis. I think that that's something that's definitely on the table for, for this sort of thing. And I would, I would support it if it was, if it was interesting. Yeah. When it comes down to Anakin's, his being groomed to the dark side, you know, Palpatine, setting a trap for him would be cool is if the battle over Coruscant and the whole kidnapping thing was a ploy, maybe like a desperate ploy by Palpatine, because maybe there's something going on with Anakin that that he needs, you know, he needs to get Anakin closer to him now, because if he's not, his chances of turning him to the dark side are, are less I got it. I know we shouldn't be writing these episodes and bullying ourselves with <laughs> expectations, but I've got it. Okay. Palpatine finds out Padme's pregnant. Oh, of course. And he knows that that is the break point, that mm-hmm. it'll go one way or the other. This is his opportunity, and he engineers this whole thing to isolate the two. Mm-hmm. So there, there's your shatter point, is Padme's pregnancy. Palpatine finds out and figures out that it's Anakin's. Yeah, and maybe having Obi-Wan find out about them... You know, just just something not to be like he catches them kissing or whatever, but just a uh, he's starting to piece it together. How stupid is how stupid is um, Obi Wan? <laughs> like they're practically yeah, banging in the supply closet. <laughs> you know, all they have to do is a few you know sideways glances from Obi Wan. The interaction between the two that makes so much more sense. You know, you know what's great about the Clone Wars and some of the, like the other books and comics is that it it kind of fills in the gaps that. Episode three, left out. You know the novelization was really good at just making Anakin seem like you know he'd sleep deprived, PTSD suffering, war veteran who didn't who was so spun around he didn't know which end was up. If they can get get at that uh, more in in these uh, new episodes, and I would love to see more of you know I would like to see just clone heavy stuff and right. You know I I would hope to keep the overall the overall main arc going towards the end. Now, here's the thing. Will we see Order 66? So I was thinking about that, and if you recall the Ahsoka novel, it Order 66 is in the um, prologue of the mm-hmm. novel. Ahsoka is fighting Maul on Mandalore, mm-hmm. and Order 66 happens. Maul escapes, and Ahsoka is saved by Rex, basically. Mm-hmm. I, need, I need to read that book again, too remember exactly what happens but that's roughly what happens and they yeah, fake they fake her death oh they fake both of their deaths yeah luckily for rex there's a there's a you know a zillion uh, <laughs> yeah, he's got a clone body <laughs> yeah you know you put you find a clone who has a shaved head and then there you go they don't describe it they just say that they decide to go their separate ways after after you know it was all said and done so they'll they'll, they'll show the end of and maybe it'll end on Ahsoka and Rex splitting after, you know, a battle and he saves her. Yeah, I think there's very little in that prologue about Order 66. I think that would be the perfect place to end the show, honestly, is Rex and Ahsoka faking their deaths 
and going their separate ways. And then play that music from Twilight of the Apprentice when the owl is flying around, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep, just do that. You're welcome, Dave. <laughs> I'll be expecting my check in the mail. Yep, Dave, there you go. This is this is official Yubcast property. Um, we fixed your characters for you and told you the, the emotional motivations of everybody. Palpatine finds out that Padme's pregnant with Anakin's wife. He stages all of episode three to drive a wedge in between the two and cause his break to the dark side. Uh, Ahsoka um, comes back and you end the show at Order 66. And tell us why Grievous coughs, because the other Emmy-winning cartoon called The Clone Wars told us that. Yeah. And you can have yeah. you can have Mace Windu do it as well. I'd be yeah. I'd be fine with that. Doesn't he cru- doesn't he crush his uh, chest? Yep. Grievous is escaping, and Mace Windu reaches up with the Force and like closes his hand, and it crushes his chest plate. Mm-hmm. It's pretty it's pretty dark side stuff, but it's pretty cool. Basically, attacking someone who's running away mm-hmm. and trying to crush his chest with the Force. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all we're going to talk about today. Well, I'm super excited, and if we get more information we will share that information although this is such big news it's everywhere right now so our contribution to this conversation is probably infinitesimal but (laughs) but it's important to us and we wanted to talk about it right and we're star wars cartoon podcast for god's sake we're the only one we're the only one that's reviewed all of droids yeah (laughs) take that droids caster (laughs) take that you poser Star Wars pod or cartoon podcasts. You won't even mm-hmm. listen to uh, Trouble Again and talk about the police's influence on Star Wars culture. Or two's whore. Don't make me feel more bad about that. <laughs> I will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll see you soon, guys. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye.